0: like your emotions like sometimes you really need a mental breakdown to make things clear and like sometimes you really need to like run through yourself through the ringer in an emotional spell of whatever kind of whatever case that is and yeah but i what i'm doing is like creating numbness and creating a emotional cap on how much i feel things what's up everybody welcome back to almost cool i'm marty and hooter is over there hello i'm over here he is over there he promises (laughs) man how you doing dude
1: dude i am doing well i'm doing well i'm recovering from my birthday festivities Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) a nap was in dire need before starting
0: (laughs) dude yeah i'm surprised because like naps take me out of it like if i take a nap it's because I really needed it, but then I wake up and I'll still feel disoriented. Like I won't, I won't, I won't be able to like bounce back in my day. I'm like, eh, it's really not worth it.
1: I was just telling you, like I went to go get a haircut today, and I was literally falling asleep in the chair because I was (laughs) up till, you know, stupid o'clock in the morning. (laughs) My barber is just like, yo, dude, you haven't said a word. I was like, man, (laughs) listen, (laughs) listen, (laughs) listen. He's like, I'm cool with it, and just. Just rolled with it. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah. I was like, I need
0: to just lay my head down and just close my eyes. But Oh yeah. It was absolutely. worth it. It was worth Hell it. Yeah. I had Fuck a good yeah, time. yeah. I had a really good weekend in uh New York this past weekend. We had just went up and visited uh our good homie Sarah. Um just – I, I wasn't need to, like, get out or anything, but it was nice to get out and, like, feel like we're on vacation again Yeah, we do something. I was falling, you know, we have been working a lot, so I'm just like, all right, like, let's, let's do something that feels exciting. You know, it was, like, last minute, too, so we just, like, hopped in the yeah. car and left. I was like, all right, this is this – is, we're getting back that, like, you know, live-life experience. Like <laughs> You're not
1: wrong. You're not wrong. It's so weird. It's so weird getting back into the swing of things. Like, what is it? I went to – I went I went out the other night to a couple of different bars. I was like, "Wow, like this is is this life again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are we
0: doing?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like fully vaxxed too, so like you know you can be outside and like just like not really have to to worry about it anymore.
1: Bruh, I just got confused how to order a beer at the bar. I was like, <laughs> I would like one um, <laughs> Budweiser.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need to see your ID, son. <laughs> ID. What's that? <laughs> oh my gosh. I still get, I'll, I'll, I think I'll get carded for a long time. I just have one of those faces that even if you look at me and you're like, you're, you can, you're, you know, you, I'm pretty sure you can have a beer, but like, let's see it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's double check. There's still double some 16 year olds out there that man child, you know, just like they look, that look 45. Bro, you're like, you're in high school.
1: <laughs> bro, I went to, I went to school with one kid who, this man looked like fifty-four years old <laughs> as a fourteen-year-old. Oh my god! I'm not even like exaggerating. Like this man looked like <laughs> he's seen some things, and <laughs> like he ages like ten years
0: every year. You yeah, know what it was I mean, like, like holy moly, <laughs> he ages a decade every
1: year. <laughs> wild i was like i'm older than you <laughs> like how is that possible yeah
0: that's like Which when you watch the deceiving. world series and you see it's like oh he's 12 years old stands at 6 215 pounds bro <laughs> you're like wait a minute what the hell did they feed this kid some like horse horns guy growing up what the what's going what's grow? what's growing on <laughs> uh, what's growing on?
1: <laughs> that's your steak and potatoes right that's there boy
0: farm fed man i need boy. to get on that diet
1: just nothing but cornbread day and night
0: <laughs> I love butter man I would down a whole pan of cornbread right now
1: <laughs> Oh man cornbread sounds so good some biscuits oh some biscuits some bread. Oh man we can't be doing what? this we're
0: like doing this right around like dinner time so I'm like getting kind of hungry okay. You're right you're right
1: Oh man Well everybody so this week um it's weird uh not weird it's This is something that, honestly, this is, I think, my favorite topic that we're doing in quite a while, Mm -hmm. Um, because this has been on the back of my mind. I've heard this phrase or this idea be put out there a few different ways, Um, and last week before we started recording, I sent Martin a video of Duncan Trussell uh, talking about depression and how he gets over it and the steps he goes to, steps he goes through to just be happier as a person and he had one line towards the end where he said you're not being peaceful no you're being a coward mm-hmm. or something along those lines and that just sparked all these different Like it was things that i hadn't noticed but once i heard that I was like, wait a minute. I heard that in this video or I read that in this article or I read this in this book. Like, and so I went back and looked at all of it and I was just like, "Oh my god, like this is such a great idea." And then So yeah, the topic is peacefulness or cowardice.
0: Yeah. Like a, yeah. yeah, and I took it as uh like being a pacifist as in peaceful, like you're mistaking being a pacifist for a coward, because uh, mm-hmm. like, like I, I pride, I, I've always said to people, like if they ask without going in depth, surface level, I would always say I'm a pacifist in every sense of the word. Like, like mm-hmm. physically, I would, it doesn't feel right to be violent in any form or fashion, and also emotionally, it doesn't feel good to be violent or uh, yeah. like induce violence in yourself and like dealing with emotions, but. And when that struck like – he was like, yeah, you're you're either – but, like, I don't – okay, a critic criticism to that is mm-hmm. taking, like, being a pacifist or you're being a coward because a lot of pacifists kind of let things go and they're like, oh, well, you know, I'm just not violent. I'm not going to deal with it. They shrug it off. But really what they're doing is, like, what he was saying is, like, you're being a coward. Like, you're you're faking, like – being a like oh I'm I'm a pacifist way I think to like not dealing with stuff head on and like not yeah. being able to like go to war with yourself and when he was talking about depression but being a war and like this whole he perform- uh, the the coolest thing about Duncan Trussell in that video for me was when he personified this evil entity and he was using Satan to personify that but he like specifically was like you can name this person Mister Bean like trip yeah. like do anything it's this evil that I I'm gonna recognize or I'm gonna recognize him as satan right now for the the, for the sake of like you'll recognize it's negativity and it's like this fight i was like damn i don't like the if you guys haven't listened to it that's like i don't want we're not going to regurgitate everything he said in this episode by any Mm -hmm. means but that that sparked a lot of like really weird things like we you know when you said you're passionate about this i was like oh my god i i'm a pacifist and i practice all this stuff and then he was saying what i what i was making connections and dots and Doing uh, my own self exploration and yeah. realize that sometimes what I think is being a pacifist may come like may actually be a being my acts of cowardness. I'm like, damn, like
1: yeah. Ooh, like. <laughs> the way I looked at the way I heard it was that um we call ourselves our let's for example, I would say that I'm a pacifist and I say that. You know, turning to confrontation is above, I'm above it. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm better than, you know, unnecessary violence. I'm above unnecessary confrontation. And the way I heard it was that you say that to justify your lack of action. Mm. So you could be terrified to do something, even if you know it's right. But because you can't find the courage to act on what you know is right, you you claim it in the name of being peaceful, or you claim it in the name of, I'm a pacifist, so I'm not going to touch this. I am I am higher than this is, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm, yeah. not to, I'm not going to put myself down on that level. To save face with yourself, with your surroundings, with whoever's around, or just to, to make just to make yourself feel better for yeah. avoiding a situation that you need to confront. Mm-hmm. And that hit home. <laughs> that yeah. hit home yeah. with me. <laughs> that hit home with me because I I know so many people and I know myself that uh, sometimes I'm just, if if I know someone's doing something wrong, I will not say a word about it because I don't want to be involved or I don't want to have, I'm terrified that something bad is going to happen to me. Mm-hmm. And so I say, well, that's none of my business. Or I'll say, oh, yeah, um, you know, I don't want to get into a fight. I don't want to get into an argument with this person, so I'm just going to let it go. But it's something that's always eating at the back of my mind, and I can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. And to make myself look happier or more comfortable in an uncomfortable situation... I'll say it doesn't bother me, but it does, mm-hmm. and I'll say I'm just avoiding it because I want peace instead of resolution.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that, you, that's yeah, yeah. I, no, <laughs> I love that because that's your what we're doing is we're creating a sense of numbness to our, like with ourselves. Yeah. So we we say that so many times. It's like, hey, I'm not. I'm gonna choose not to take action on this, and I'm gonna choose peace. That's like what I I said it to myself. Oh no, choose peace. Like just mm-hmm. not care about it. Just shrug it off. Um, yeah, and I, I it's but I think it's it's not necessarily like oh, I'm not thinking about it, but it's making me numb. So when I do think about it, it's just like it's like I don't feel feelings about it, but I also don't want to think about it analytically on either side. So right. it's like I'm just like, you know what, let it rest in the middle. And it's at, I'm at peace with it when really it's just a false sense of peace because yeah. me like putting the bandaid of like, ah oh, well, it doesn't matter or like it's it's not really important right now. It's just I mean, you're just you're just covering up the wound and it's not going to you know, it's not healing. Right. And it's mm-hmm. and uh and like I said, this is a this is a reference I, I want to make with Duncan Trussell and he was on another podcast and he said something where along the lines of this where he was talking about, you know, you break a bone and you don't go take the proper uh care of yourself and it heals incorrectly And in the next for the next time it to break or like the next time for you to have an episode is a lot easier because it didn't heal right underneath there yeah. and i was like oh shit like the way you bounce back and it stacks on each other that was a another revelation I, I made a when i like in a lot of these things when i choose peace i'm choosing the band-aid and that's what i came to terms with uh this afternoon really like when I was thinking about what like I don't like to fight and I don't like to cause any and when I say violence I mean yes I don't like physical violence but I also just mean like violence within myself like arguing with myself or like double yeah. double crossing myself and when I, you know just like going against myself sometimes it's like oh why, why go to war with yourself when you're feeling these feelings no I want to be at peace I want a happiness so I'm just going to choose yeah. to like I, I don't and I don't want to say like shrug them off in a way of like oh, I'm just going to dismiss it? Because it's not dismissed. Like you were saying, it's in the back of my mind. I'm always kind of like running through it. It's just a numbness to where now I have like three or four different issues that I've chosen peace in quotation marks over, and they're really just lingering behind me until some other event in my life or other stimulus makes me have an emotional episode, and then those things come back to the forefront, you know, and then it's uh, you get caught in this loophole of negativity and then every time you do that like every time you choose peace versus like going to war with yourself on emotions it feels um when they all come back you know you're you're not expecting like let's say i got a, in a situation where now i'm angry for some reason and i was sad and i didn't deal with that problem before so now i'm going to be sad and angry in this situation yeah. when I, you know being sad in this wave of uh issues is not really warranted like you know what i mean and it's, so then you're having a complex of these emotions where now you're surprised by having them. You don't really. The only thing you recognize is that it's happening that you're sad and mad now, or you know, mm-hmm. in this example, and and then so then you're not mad anymore, but then you're like left with this like overwhelming, like I'm sad for some reason, but it's not because of that situation, because of previous ones. And yeah. I, I don't know. It, it was just like the whole Band-Aid up app. it mixes together. Yeah. And it, I don't know. It's just like when you put a Band-Aid on, yeah, you're, you can you can help it for a right. You know, you don't want to get it infected. You know, putting a Band-Aid on it, I think, when you say choose peace is like, okay, maybe I do need to calm down before the situation. Let me put this Band-Aid on it. it. You know, like cover it up so it's not getting infected. It stays clean from the world. But I'm eventually going to have to like pull it off and like You have to help air myself. it out. Yeah, have to air yeah. it out. You have, th- you have to do things to carry yourself. And that's the, when you choose peace, like even like my form of peace is just like, it's not, it's not a, I get, I get misconstrued in myself and I, cause I take it as like, oh, I don't care. It doesn't matter more mm-hmm. of approach to peace. And I don't think that's what peace is. And I no. get, and it's no. like my lack of, like you were saying, like before my lack of action makes me feel better about it because it's like, oh, I don't get involved. Like I'm, I'm going to choose peace over this thing versus yeah. like maybe battling at with it, handling it, not handling it, but like going to this battle, uh, in the sense of where I might get hurt. I might walk out with a wound or two, but guess what? Like the overall, like peacefulness, when you're resolved and those feelings are calmed down, it's going to be way, it's an actual feeling of like taking a deep breath. That's what that's going to feel like instead yeah. of having all those things and being numb to them. And then every time you go through something, you make peace with certain emotions, but those ones that are lingering back there are still not coming to resolution
1: it's like it's like the shoulda woulda coulda argument you know what i mean where you know you avoid something you choose not to do something and it's all you can think about it's like oh i could have done this i should have done this i i i i had the chance to do this yes and i i skipped over it you know instead of Having the peace of honestly, I, you know, I'm not saying that peace is means that you've succeeded in doing something. Mm -mm. The way I'm describing peace, and maybe this is wrong, I don't know, but the way I'm describing peace is you've seen the outcome and you can live with it. You tried what you had to do, or you stood up for yourself. Yeah, maybe you got punched in the face, but guess what? Like, you know, like. You, you did what you had to do for yourself. For sure. Or maybe you came out victorious. Maybe you, you know, changed someone's mind or resolved a very uncomfortable situation for someone or helped someone through some pain that they were going through because you decided to take action and you can take peace in that, that you did your part. For sure. In in this situation. hmm And so this week... Um, I quit my job this week. Yeah, I, I chose not to tell you before we got on air. Whoa! I know. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks because I loved this place that I was working. I thought it was great. As amazing coworkers, I made great money. I had a fun time. I enjoyed being at work at this place. Absolutely. We had a, and you know, there was a manager there who was the cause of all of our, you know, experienced people leaving. They all quit because of her, which made my job worse, which made the restaurant worse because we had an entire new restaurant full of new people just getting, you know, learning the ropes of everything. For sure. It was not a clean transition. Anyway, and I've had issues with this person for, I'll say, about three weeks now. Where it feels like I was being purposefully put in the weeds or overrun with with responsibilities, just making my job way harder than it needed to be. Mm-hmm. And then last week, I think last Sunday, I was like, you know what? I have to say something about this. Like this is affecting me. Like I'm yeah, getting burnt yeah. out. I'm be I'm becoming unhappy being here, which sucks because you know. I- my experience is like, oh, this is like the best job I've ever had. Like, And then it just quickly crashed to the ground. Yep. And I was like, I have to say something about this. This is insane. Like, I'm not going to let this person dictate my mental well-being while I'm at my place of business. For sure. And so something happened. I think I got like five tables all at one time. And I went downstairs. I'm like, all right, y'all. I don't know what y'all are doing down here. This has happened three times today. This has happened ten times for the, over the last week. Like, y'all are putting me through the ringer right now. I need help. You, you can't do this. Like, you have to stop doing this. And they gave me attitude about it, you know. And they said, oh, well, you, this is your job. You should be able to handle it. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, all these different little tiffs. And, you know, yeah. and not saying that I handled this situation the best I could have. But I definitely didn't handle it the worst I could have. Okay. Okay. Um, and so you know, I took five minutes. I went outside. I just took a drink of water. Took a few deep breaths. I'm like, all right, <laughs> let's let's do this. You know, they're all waiting for me anyway. Am I might as well, mm. they can wait one more minute. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> um. So I go back. Everything's fine. It's all good. Um. And then this most recent, what was it, like Thursday or something. Yeah, Thursday. Um, one of my favorite football players of all time, Deuce McAllister, who was a running mm-hmm. back for the New Orleans Saints. Like, I loved him as a kid. like He was yes, my favorite sure. player to watch. Um, he came into the restaurant. Him and his family of like 15 people, You know, they're having what? a good time. I've taken care of them for over an hour and a half. Um, and then my manager says, hey, we're going to move them to the private room. Um, I was like, all right, cool. That sounds good. That sounds good. Um and so <laughs> I go in there and I'm like, "All right, what can I do?" They're like, "Oh yeah, we're giving this table to someone else because <gasps> mm. you can't have an entire section and a private party." And I was just like, mm. I came to this moment of this specific topic being on my being on my brain for, you know, a week or so at that point. Yes. Of like, "Okay. Am I just going to, you know, lie down and take it?" just for the sake of being peaceful and, you know, (laughs) letting, you know, for the betterment of my employers or am I going to stand up for myself and what I think is right? Because this was my only table that night. They pretty much told me I had to start from scratch two hours before we closed, you know, all these different things. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. And so I explained my case. I'm like, look, this is unfair. Like I had to block off an entire part of, like I had to block off my entire section for these people to sit down Yeah. I've been taking care of them for an hour and a half. I have a guaranteed, you know, tip from these people already. For sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, we're having a good time. I think, like, I'll switch sections. Like, whoever is back here can have my section. I'll just take them and I'll go home. They're like, no, we're not doing that. And then after pleading again for 10 more minutes, it was clear nothing was happening. So I said, you know what? I'm out of here. Um I'm doing this for myself. Like, I have to get out of here. I can't be here anymore. And so I left. Um, And immediately I felt like I was just, wow, I feel so much better. I'm like, yeah, I'm unemployed. (laughs) You know, I don't have a job right now. But that's changed. I got another job. But I'm just so, it was amazing to me that I knew if I would have stayed, this would have bothered me for weeks and it would have been constantly eating at me, and mm-hmm. it would have ruined my experience there even more. But because I took this action and avoided that fake peace or that fake pacifism to justify to myself that, you know what? I'm a good employee. I'm going to do this for the betterment of the restaurant. Yep. No, I said I have to do this for the better, for betterment of myself. Like, mm-hmm. like, I'm constantly being put, it seems like through trials of, you know the inner circle of hell at this place. Like it constantly sure. feels like I'm being set up to fail. I need to say something about it. And it didn't work the first time. You know, I had, I came to another opportunity to be able to say something about it again. And I did. And I feel a million, I'm, I have that piece that I would have faked right now for mm-hmm. it. And this just hit like this topic like like i said if we didn't talk about if i didn't send you that video yeah i would not have done this Mm -mm. because this was just on the forefront of my mind all day like i had nothing to do for the first two hours i was there so i was just thinking in the corner like oh man what can we talk about this week like how can i (laughs) yeah your mind's just like racing on all these yeah and this was that opportunity for me to to step up and do what was best for me and not fake the piece, but actually stand up for myself and for what I thought was right hmm and honestly, I'm very happy with the decision <laughs> i oh. really
0: am i really am i i am I don't underst- like i I don't know all the consequences that you're gonna face because of you did this, but in every sense of the word uh I am so fucking happy to hear that you did that and like you're like you're taking care of yourself and that story i mean that whole story i mean for anyone that is in the service industry right now and they're listening to this or has worked and they understand Mm -hmm. this i don't even want to go into the complications of like why being the like why they're taking that table away from you it's like i don't know just like it's a switch of like you were in a mindset to do something and you're in it you're doing well in it and then they remove you and like nah I'm like we're going to take that away from you it's like it's a, it's way more than just like the money in this whole thing it's it's a sway of the your day and uh yeah but so that i'm so when i think when you were telling me this story the whole time i'm thinking about it not from what they're actually doing but from the way i would perceive my mental process through this and you were right on my, like you took, you sorry, for a couple of weeks, you just like took this torment you laid down and like physically and mentally for these people. (laughs) And I, I do that. I do that at work sometimes too, when I, like somebody's like, can you stay an extra two hours? And I'm like, yeah, I can. Or like, you know, can you cover this person's shift today? Like some in my mind, I'm like, Oh, I want to be a good employee. You know, I want them to think highly of me. I'll take it and I'll do it. But what you, what you do or what you came to t- conclusion in this is that you owe everything to yourself and you don't owe anything to them. And you're like they're paying you to be there. You're they're not like paying you to be their friend. They're not you're not paying like so that yeah. whole that we all I feel like this whole scenario, like you're you <laughs> Oh my God, I'm just uh 'cause I am just because i i have had very similar um uh, Experience with Arcadis, where I just like felt unhappy. Like these aren't the these aren't the people mm-hmm. I wanted. This is the management. Not that anything was bad per se in the in the in my mental health. It was more. Um, it wasn't like produced or you know. It wasn't like enhanced by them. It was just the scenario that I was personally in. But I don't I don't know when you you just you took action and it felt like because that's your place of employment, and your place of business. Like there's a lot more at stake when you make yeah. decisions like that and it's you know it's you I'm, and you took you said 3 weeks like if you think about like some and I, and you know you were making good money you were making a, a living you were having good times at work like there was multiple things that like at stake for you to make this decision and your mental yeah. health was got to a point where the pros of quitting outweighed the cons and and a lot of people like the way I was raised to it's like no nah, you, you you just suffer like just take it, like it's gonna be shitty, like no matter what. Yeah, and just yeah. take it. And I'm, I'm so fucking happy that you didn't take that route and you're, you chose like in the weeks, what leading up to it, I would say you were being a pacifist on actually like learning how this dynamic is gonna work because I'm glad you didn't jump to the conclusion of like, okay, I'm being overworked. And when I go to say something, I want to initially say it. I'm not just going to quit and not have a conversation about it, right? You didn't make an impulse that way. You went to them, you told them how you felt. They kind of rejected you, and then nothing changed. And you had the opportunity to say something again, and you went for it. And that's where that like you're going to war, and you know, feeling you're not probably. I don't know if you feel this overwhelming peace. I mean, I, I usually do when I make a good decision like that. When I, yeah, when I really don't know when I'm making a big leap, and then I. And when I feel like this, oh my god, I'm so happy I did that. That's where the piece is. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if you have had that like wave yet because it took me a few weeks of like getting into. Oh, I felt that an hour later. Oh, okay, yeah. Some happens it immediate. Like Ray could be like right when you say the words, you're like, oh my god, that felt so amazing. Like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I like. I went to go see
1: Allison. I went to go see Allison afterwards, and you know, I said my frustrations with everything. I was like, man, this sucks. Like, I really like this place. Like, I was having a great time. All my people that I like are gone because this person drove them into quitting one by one. Like, they all left. And then now it's just me, and I, I'm catching the brunt of everything. And then after, you know, venting about it for 15 minutes. For sure. I was just like, man. I was like, all right, I'm going to go for a walk. I went to go meet out with my friends, and we just had, I don't know. Because he did the same thing. Like, this friend of mine, he quit, like, two weeks prior. He quit, like, two weeks before I did. The exact same reason. <laughs> like, Yeah, because that fucking manager's
0: ruining the restaurant.
1: And, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And this is something I was struggling with, too, of, like, so I was, I was actually planning on calling or texting the chef or the owner and be like, look, man, like, I loved working for you. Like, I had a great time here. And I wanted to lay out why I left, because I understand that I put them in kind of a bind. Like, I left in the middle of frickin' dinner or something, like in the middle of a big rush. Um, but I heard, you know, one of my coworkers that day, He's like, yeah, I wouldn't text him. Yeah, he was, like, shit-talking you the entire, like, for 20 minutes after you left. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, to a point I understand it because I would say some things out of frustration myself. But it changed my mind of just, okay, like, is this another situation where I don't say anything because I want to keep the peace? Mm -hmm. Or I'm just too scared to say something? Yeah. Yeah knowing this new information of like oh he badmouthed me as soon as i walked out the door is this my responsibility to confront this person for so they can benefit or do i to be like look man like your your business is going under and is losing all these valuable people because of one mistake that you made and if i'm sure he realizes that but it, i'm sure no one's told him directly Mm-hmm. why it's happening. I'm sure he's just put these pieces together like do I want to do that for the betterment of him and his his place or do I just not say anything and hope it fails? <laughs> yeah, that's just out of pure saltiness.
0: Yeah, like you know yeah, mean? like no I I okay, cuz like I'm some I'm like you. Like uh there's a point where peace does mean closure for me sometimes. Like sometimes yeah. it, I don't need closure to feel peace about certain things. Um, but there, you know, with that sense of, I said what I needed to say, you heard it, you, and like the, what you're going to react the way you want to is Mm -hmm. like, there is a piece to that. Like whenever you're like, okay, I got that off my chest. It, you know, that was the last thing I needed. Good. I I feel that I want, like, I want closure in my life too. But then it, it goes back to this thing of that. I, and, and I know it's more than this. When I say it's to you, it's like, it's just a job. And I want to, I want to like. And this is not me being harsh. It's just like, like like I try to think about like hardcore reality. That is a job. Even that you do did your job well, they still talk shit about you. Even though they like they didn't recognize you for certain things that you were doing, uh, just because you're a good server, not because you're uh, like a good employee. You know what I mean? Or like you know, like you're a good person, so you made a lot of good decisions, and no one recognized you for that. I don't know. Like it's just, uh, I don't know. So I. The feeling with that is, what I was getting at, is you don't owe them anything. Like, I'm going to say that again. You don't owe them an explanation of why you left. You don't owe them anything. But I totally understand the feeling of closure. But I won't,
1: e- I won't even say that it's a feeling of me owing anybody. I don't feel like, I have no problem never talking to anyone that runs that place ever again. Mm-hmm. It was just out of a courtesy to see somewhere that I once loved to work, I, I'd work there again. If, you know, all these toxic parts were out of this place, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. And this is such a cool spot. And it's like, it's this really, people in the neighborhood love it. And people in the city, people from all over the country come here to see this place just because for sure. it's, it's a gem of the city. And I say a gem of the city. It's only been open for two years. But people flock here. And then yeah, for this sure. is it's... one of the first places they want to go. Mm-hmm. And it's like... I would love for this place to keep going and be, to have that same reputation, to be that same great spot that it is. But I feel like someone just has to lay it down and say, hey, like, here's your problem. This is why things are going so shitty right now is because you have this person in charge. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Excuse me. I don't feel... The need to tell them, I don't feel as if I owe anything to them. It's just me wanting to be nice enough and wanting to preserve something that is special for in sure, this yeah. area of the city.
0: Oh, I just nah, had <laughs> my throat. No, you're good. I, j- I just have like I totally I, I 100% understanding, uh, and I'm and I don't want to relate it to this <laughs> scenario because it's a total different scenario, but I, I just feel like. Like, because I'm on the end of, like, what What if I got that email or text or letter or whatever it is from you as the person who's in charge reading it? Like, I I, like, I, I like, know that it's like I can't assume and I'm not going to, like, make assumptions already, like, pre- predetermine assumptions on your feelings about it, but mm-hmm. I, in, in just, like, a, a certain way i I do because my anxiety gets the best of me like, what well, if I write this letter, is it really like is it gonna be thrown away? Is it even gonna be read? Is it like just because my know. name's on it? Is it like like the piece <laughs> that comes from me writing it and like feeling like I want to explain myself does not like that is great, but like burn that letter or like delete the yeah, text before you it send it, or something you know like if you need to write it down and like yeah. to like look at it and feel like okay i'm I'm in the mode to like Push send or put, like, put, give it to him, but then delete it. Because then, like, I don't know. Because I, that the other side of that coin is the one that, in my trigger response to this scenario, I'm on. We're like, I'm, I've got a, i am on Where, like i am i have got ai got closure when I didn't give a shit about that closure, and it, that like you explaining yourself meant nothing to me, and it yeah. didn't do anything on my end to pres- either preserve or like enhance that person's view on like my view on them. Yeah. So I'm yeah. just like. You know, for your sanity, my I would be like, yeah, like fucking get that closure or whatever in any form or fashion. But when and I, when I say you don't you don't owe them anything, that's what I mean is like not the need of like, oh, I want to like make sure they understand where I'm coming from because I feel like they need to know. Like that's mm-hmm. not where your mind's at, and I don't think you care about that. Like you were saying, you don't want to, um, you like you care like you want them to like obviously take action on that letter or whatever. But I don't, I don't know. It's just like on, in the sense of your position and in this conversation, I would feel like taking action and like, like being at peace about it would be like, yeah, I don't know, doing it for your, something for yourself in this scenario Mm -hmm. rather than for someone else. Um, And not because you owe them, but just, I don't know, like, (laughs) like don't be a nice guy for a second and like try to amend every, you know, not every situation, but don't try to amend this situation just, like, maybe amend it when – if it comes up or, like, if it's – you know, like, if there's a certain piece yeah, about, yeah, like, right. not wanting to communicate with them and that's that's good for you, like, 100%. Um, but I, I, I don't know. Like, de- definitely, like, I recommend thinking about the whole, uh, like, preserving yourself. Like, silence is a good message for, like – because, I, I mean, it, it, you're, like, going to stand up for yourself a little bit if you don't say anything Um because like you're truly acting like you said your thing to them and then now you're going to own up to yourself and just keep regurgitating yeah. that thing to yourself. And that's good for you. Like be selfish about that. And I and I, I just – I totally get this is a place of business. This is how you make money. This is – there's more than just like your mental health at stake here. So I yeah. totally understand like these – this conflict of uh, – I don't know. I just I, – I'm with you. I, I mean, I don't even know – I don't know what's good for it in this situation, but that's – uh Yeah. I just would say, like, maybe <laughs> maybe just wait. Maybe – like, not pause, but, like, it's, you know, like <laughs> – It's one of those
1: things where it's not something that I feel the need to do. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay. not a necessity. It was just something to be courteous and to – just be someone who actually gave a reason why they left and because no one else did, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And so, I'm, I don't know if there's a question of like, why are all these people leaving? Like, what's going on? And we're staying on this for so long, but you know, it's, I'm glad we're talking about it because I haven't really talked about it, really. Yeah, no, I, um, but it's like, no one has said anything about why they left. And now this place is starting to suffer for it, which, you know, on one side of the coin, it's, yeah, they deserve it. They made this choice. They put these people in these positions to set themselves up for failure. But mm-hmm. the, on the other side of the coin, it's like there are other people who are going to get laid off. There are other people who are they're losing business, and they're going to lose people. And then, you know, I mean, I'm not saying, like, my contributions of this conversation will save this business you know what i mean no no that's i know not that yeah. at all. but after a while if no one says anything then they're just going to be on fire and then not going to know what happens and then they close up
0: yeah yeah okay you know so I mean? it's it's more for letting someone know about your manager and like that pretty whole, much that yeah, process i don't care of i like,
1: don't care what you think about me oh, like, okay
0: because that's what that's what that's okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your opinion of me is none of my business, okay? Okay,
0: okay, that's what... Okay, thank you. That's I what care. I... I thought you were preserving yourself in no, a way of, no, like... My okay. self-image,
1: please. That bitch is Okay, okay. well, no, <laughs> I just,
0: like... I, I was, like, saying I agree with it because I do understand you don't, like... I'm not going to rub my name through the dirt, but I'm going to stand up for myself, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to burn bridges, but I'm going to no, make sure no, 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 what no. is handled is handled, you know? So that's where I thought your mind was. Not, okay, I okay, <laughs> totally... Okay, we're on the same page now. Bro, we had a
1: great misunderstanding. Oh, sorry. Uh,
0: that's <laughs> no, why you man, t-
1: sorry, talk. <laughs> I told them, I was just like, listen, y'all, I'm giving y'all my two-day notice. I'm quitting today. Like, I, that's, that's how I left. It was, I'm over <laughs> this. I can't deal with this anymore. And, <laughs> like, something's going to happen. Like, you know, this, I, I don't know how you have a job here still. You know, me getting into this argument. Which, actually, I think I, this is the most productive argument with someone I've had when I'm this angry. I think all of this has been helping in all of my conversations with Allison to not be a petty little piece of shit when people are being ignorant to me. (laughs) Yep. I'm just like, listen, I'm like trying to plead a case. I'm trying to cut deals. I'm trying to do all these things to (laughs) stay and make people understand how this is affecting everyone. Yep. And they refused to listen. I was like, you know what? All right, you lost me. I'm out of here.
0: Mm-hmm. But... Damn. Oh, man. Well, it's sooner or later, That's it's going to be recognized, you know? Like, oh, because, it will. Because, like, the manager position, I, I agree with. Like, if you have a shitty manager, what they do is blame all of their miss. Uh, communications and their like lack of working or like things not going well on the people yep. below them and it's exactly. like oh and so when they report to people of like why something's not working they blame it on the servers or they blame it on yeah. the bartenders like everything, everything else but them and it's like well I just for me <laughs> I don't want to like You know, because I still work there. I don't want to say anything (laughs) bad, like, that bad. But, like, I I totally get that. Where my manager, like, there we have this server station where they all click in their foods and orders and stuff. And it's, like, kind of in the middle of the restaurant. So, Mm -hmm. And it's right next to the bar where I work. And I'll be busting my ass. Like, I mean, there's people all in the restaurant. Like, I mean, going ham. I'm up and down the stairs carrying fucking bottles of liquor. Uh, to refill the bar every 15 minutes like (laughs) and I'm sweating and working and then my manager is just standing there the whole time like with just like just sitting there like all right, well things are good but then when they're bad he'll immediately yell at me or like yell and when I say yell I don't mean like he's not a (laughs) he's not the yelling kind of like he's not like a Gordon Ramsay type he's much more of a soft uh, you know but it's like he's still my manager I have a respect for a a little bit of what he says um, yeah in that way. But I <laughs> but it, I, I, totally get, like, I, I don't know. Like, when things are going well, and then that makes the, all the servers angry. And I'm not someone to complain at work, but that's – when you're complaining about sh- customers and, like, funny things that are happening, that's entertainment. That's, like, yeah. I get that aspect of the server industry. I don't think that is negativity. I think that's humor for me personally. Mm-hmm. But if you're talking Same. about my – like, if a coworker is talking about another coworker of mine or, like, something in the back of the house, something that's not working within ourselves, then it's not – that's not compl- like you you people take that so lightly of like that's gossip and that's like cuz that's it, it, mainly what it is. People aren't taking yeah. any action. They're just talking to each other and not telling people that actually you're going to make this whole project work. And my manager, I don't know, like I've heard several people say like, "Well, you know, we've been busting ass." Like my manager is just standing there. He can go get a bucket of ice if we really need him to. But he won't. Yeah. Like I don't know. It's like he just like I don't Like, managers, if you should be working harder than your employees, if that makes sense, for things to work. And, like, if you're busting your ass and your team's not, then you have the right to be, like, things aren't going well. Like, things are, I don't know, my team is not up to standard and, like, they're not handling the responsibilities that I delegate to them. But if they are and then people are getting overworked and all these other, like, factors are lining up. And Mm -hmm. let's say, like, with manager positions, it's like, okay, let's say the servers are always on fire because – they, they're like the ones that you have to, if you get a wrong order, you have to go – like the servers want the one to yeah. tell the kitchen. like I mean they're like ones that they get blamed for everything if, th- if things go wrong. And in their case, they signed up for it, and like most of the time – It kind of is their fault. <laughs> but <laughs> besides the case, they just have These to deal with – These are facts. With yeah. A lot. Like <laughs> they just have to deal with a lot. But what I'm thinking is like, okay, if you have a problem with one server or like one or two servers and like you're like, okay, let me handle that individually – but let's just say you collectively say the servers suck. That's not a server like industry thing. That's like, okay, we have people who are working under terrible leadership. And that's why they're not like, yeah. as a whole, like if you're saying your whole server staff or like a whole department of where you work or like in your life, if you have a whole group of friends that you're just like always like, no, like they're <laughs> yeah. terrible. No, like, I, no, it's something on you. Like, right? It's like, okay, no, yeah. like something above
1: the you're servers needs there. to be changed and like keep that. Like,
0: yeah. Like something needs to change above there. So everyone down here is like, cool. And I don't know. It's like a whole pyramid thing. And like, you know, you're, people are going to go back for the managers, but not for the servers in most situations, you know, maybe yeah. like very individualistic circumstances for sure. But if it's like the managers versus the servers, like it's like, <laughs> it's like there's, there's teams and it's divided. It's like, yeah, what the fuck? But it's I, I like I know we're talking about peace and cowardness, and that it got kind of away from me. But um, no, I, don't I know. think you... that's I think this actually
1: fits very well into it because people are going to talk so much shit behind other people's back, and they'll never actually take those words to what's making them feel that way. Mm-hmm. If Hannah is being a shithead and is constantly making things bad for me in my work environment. But I tell everyone else except Hannah. But when she asks, is everything okay? I'm just going to be like, yeah, everything's fine. Like, I am choosing to be a coward and not say, dude, you're making my life hell right now. Like, I need you to step it up. Like, yep, mm-hmm. this fits in. This fits in. And people get okay. bitter about it. People get, <laughs> people... is that a force? <laughs> but like, <laughs> well, did I force that? But like, no, I, I, I feel that it, it, this became just so evident to me. At work, seeing how people interacted with one another, that, you know, I'm i i I'm one of those people who, I, yeah, I'll goof around, but when I have nothing to say, I have nothing to say. I'm going to sit back and I'm going to listen to what people are talking about. Because mm-hmm. I generally just talk, I'm going to pay attention to the conversations that are happening around me, and these two people over here are constantly bitching about these people over here, and vice versa. And they just... There is no – they don't even have a sense of peace to – for themselves, a fake sense of peace. Yeah. They just put it off just to avoid the confrontation entirely. Or they say, well, I'm not one to, you know, make a work environment toxic. I'm not one to try and ruin anyone's day. It's like, but your day is getting ruined, and you're feeling affected by it. And yep. – w- Why aren't you taking, like, for everyone to be happy, it starts at the individual. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? For everyone Mm -hmm. to work well together, it starts at the individuals of people to actually understand one another. It does. But they just want to have the best face put forward Mm -hmm. of, yeah, you know, I don't want to fight. I'm not a fighter. Fighting is below me. You know, all this stuff.
0: It's like, man. Actually, it's it's kind of above you now because like now you're suffering instead of fighting, and it's when you get in that hole. Yeah. It's I don't know. You like, that that just stems and like leads into a completely different set of emotions in that. Like I I I don't know. Like um, I, this is the part of the show. Here we are. Yeah. Th- <laughs> this is where, like, okay, and th- th- this is a really important. Thing that I, I am really trying to implement in my life is okay. when we when you said peace and I was really thinking about like what what's that meaning to me like what are, what is what does that actually mean what is what do I feel what do I do what do I look yeah. like what what everything and when I took a step back and really thought about it and I I, I read something really recently too that really helped me through this was extreme ownership of everything. It's like we have a tendency to play the blame game on everything. Yeah. And in normal in the normal circumstance, I think I have I'm surrounded by people who own up to their consequent like the consequences of their actions they own up to a lot of things that that go wrong in their life due to their bad mistakes i and i'm i'm one of those people i pride myself on my mistakes and i take ownership of those be- and i feel at peace about taking ownership and holding myself accountable now like mm-hmm. that's what those are the things that are holding me accountable i'm at peace with it i know i made a bad decision and like the way i'm dealing with this but i'm owning it i'm going to take every yeah. part of that was because of me and a lot of people like have this tendency to half-blame everything else. So, like, there's a justification of, like, okay, I did mess up. Like, some a lot of people, and I do this, too, where I half-take blame, where I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I messed up. But for the a the reasons A, B, and C are the reasons why this happened, right? Yeah. And I'm like – and it's like half – you understand that you messed up, but then you're justifying it with other factors, which is – I understand this completely and because but like in every circumstance I'm trying to implement this is like if something in my life like is bad and if something is going wrong to take because I'm going to think like most people think about themselves I'm going to take a selfish approach to this is like just take ownership of like it messing up as a whole because of you and not to say like obviously factors that people can to make bad decisions that affect you and mm-hmm. that you have no other like there's nowhere to go and then you're a, a, you know you're a part of that scenario. I get that. Yeah. I just mean like if I, let's say like I really messed up with in our friendship somehow, like you came to me and you know, you were like, Hey, can I talk to you or something? I was like, uh eh, I'm busy. And and not for a busy sense of like, Oh man, I'm at work. I'm so sorry. I can't do this. Yeah. I'm emotionally available. I'm like in a position where, yeah, I can totally talk to my friend right now, make him feel better, but selfishly I don't want to. And like, yeah, just like, eh, whatever. Um, And I'm not going to justify that. Let's say, and then you get really upset, and you come to me later, and you're like, "Hey, man that that was a moment where when I came to you, like, in our relationship, you know, that meant something, and you denied it." And then, in my case, well, I'll be like, "Oh, well, I was busy, or like I was doing this, yeah. and like maybe I wasn't as emotionally available." But the only no, if you're upset by that, it's like take complete ownership of that and be like, "Okay, I made him upset." What I did was wrong. What I did this as as your initial thing and really digest of how you affected that person. And it's Mm -hmm. like he is mad, not because of like the actual – I mean the actions that I had and like those are the consequences of those actions. But what I mean is you're not mad because of – like I made you mad. There's reasons why. Whether they're rational or unrational, I'm the reason that the stimulus that made you mad – and so, okay, why is he mad? Because I didn't, like, one thing I would say is because I didn't vocalize that I didn't want to talk to you. And, like, I yeah. I didn't vocalize that of, like, why I really felt like this isn't a right time or, like, anything like that.
1: So it's, I'm mad at you, not because you didn't talk to me, but because you lied about not being able to talk to me or something. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Something like yeah. that, where it's, like, the actual action is what is the stimulus to make you upset. But the why you're upset is not, what, like, me saying no. Yeah, like you know what I mean. It would be like it, it, so. Take extreme ownership of everything. Of like when you messed up, if someone's mad at you or if someone's irritated by you, like really look at it and be like, yeah, it's on me. Initially, like well, like obviously this is a scenario um, where you know I, this doesn't a, like it's not a cover all for everything that you know the. uh if you're blamed for something, to take ownership of that—that's not what mm-hmm. I mean. Um, I just mean in certain circumstances was when you're aware and you're mindful enough to know that you are, from your own standard, in the wrong, and what you did like affected others, like in a negative way. That's what yeah. I mean. Not yeah. like okay, someone blamed you for something, you did it. Like you should feel bad to take ownership of that. Like no, like one hundred percent. There's always a case to build. There's always, like, uh, reasons why. But I, don't, I just, like, I don't know. When I really think of, like, why actions, when I'm doing, that's where the peace comes is because when you do that, now I'm, like, becoming more mindful and aware of what battles that I'm creating for people and, like, what yeah. I'm actually doing. And yeah. that's, and, like, okay, so, and then that leads me to, like, where real peace comes from when I take ownership of that to put it in my face and be like, yeah, I fucking did that. Or I said that, or I, I made this scenario uncomfortable. I did this. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a piece where like, okay, the piece comes from understanding that it was you, that you were the factor that made that happen. The stimulus or, you know, the factor. And then like realizing that you can implement new things in your life for that problem, not to be there. Like another problem, like like a reoccurring problem. And that you can, when you take ownership, you own up, and it's – I don't know. I always like – I love when people own up and say, oh, yeah, I fucked up, man. Like I did that before yeah. or something, you know, and they were comp- – and like there's no anxiety with it. Like that's yeah. where the peace yeah. is. Like is when yes. you come 100%. to that. You don't – it's not you take ownership and you're like, oh, my God, okay, I'm fucking freaking out. I did all this bad stuff, blah, blah, blah. But the peace comes from being like, fuck, yeah, I did You've that, accepted. man. you I, I accept acceptance yeah. of the wrongs. Exactly. Yeah. And it's a long way to say I accept being wrong uh to the fullest, but yeah. that you know it's like but that was where my mom was totally going, and like just in situations where um I don't know, just like it, it sounds like you did that to your a little bit uh, subconsciously in your server job to relate it back to that story when in those three weeks before you um kind of like had this like sway of like, what should I go? should I do this is it really mm-hmm. good for me? there was like testing the waters on certain things so like you probably were like okay at first like they are mad at me am I actually doing things to make them mad that was the first process I I assume that you had and maybe it wasn't but that's the one I would take like okay actually what am I doing that's actually making them like irritated this thing not work and then taking a step back and being okay actually my I really do feel like those aren't the reasons why they're mad because I'm not doing any of the re- things that they're actually saying I'm doing or things like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Then really,
0: okay, then you took time to process and I'm like, okay, what are my coworkers? Like what are the people that are immediately around me as a collective doing that they're making that's making them mad? Am I a part of that process? Yeah. And then it's like maybe a little bit you start connecting some dots and then when you get to that thing, it's like you're not you're not blaming them. It's just like you're extending a little arm and you're grabbing like little reasons and factors yeah. that actually evidently back up your claims right. of and it's not blaming him but that is the reason like you're really getting to the cores of these like reasons and it's really just the manager fucking up a lot right yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. so you like you actually came to that conclusion within those 3 weeks to be like okay I really did this whole evaluation. It's not It's not me as an individual. It's not me as a collective within this group that I'm like hand-in-hand working with. It is upper management in this case. And it's yeah. like, oh my God, I don't know how to like, I don't know, there's like a, a piece with that. Like when you quit your job, you're like, oh my God, it's A, I don't have to like, have to, because f- no one wants to do that. No one wants to like, be in a shitty situation and have to think about these things, but life goes on, and you, you know things come up really randomly, and like it could, you could have been happy for three more weeks, and then it would have just been prolonged. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it's yeah. going to come just up. Just delaying it's the gonna... inevitable. Yeah. So I'm just I don't know. When you, you went to bat for yourself, but there was a process that you had personally beforehand, and and like that's me that's me a little bit of assuming because of our friendship and how much and how well I know you, but yeah, um, but like yeah, and then you were saying. You were talking to Allison and me, and having like little, uh, like conversation with your coworkers of actually like real details about things that are going on. Have yeah. made you not be petty, which think, thank God. <laughs> but I, I just I don't I will know. Burn like, that place to the ground. <laughs> yeah, and it, nah. it's like I don't know. If someone asked you about the job, yeah. and they would be like, "Oh, like Jordan, willa, did you fuck up there?" You know, if you actually did, I'm, I'm sure. Like, I feel like you'd be the person. Like, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I was. I really. Best, yeah, I understand. Like, in my last, t- I really did just walk out. Like, you own that. You just said that on the like, you were like, "Yeah, I really just fucking walked out." I could have, fin- I could have finished the shift, and like things would have been. A little better, but then you just like no. I, I walked out, and that's like a decision where, if you're on your side of the coin, I'm on that like that. I'm like fuck yeah, I love quitting stories, like whoop whoop, <laughs> <You> <laughs> like what, get out of here. <laughs> you know what it was?
1: It was I know myself so well that I would have tricked myself into staying longer if I wouldn't. I made. I knew I made the right decision to leave, and I knew if I didn't leave at that specific moment, and I sat on it for ten more minutes, I would make up reasons to justify staying Mm -hmm. i would i would make that fake peace or that make that fake uh, pacifism yeah absolutely to justify like well you know what um it's just you know it's just one manager this only happened one time i'd say all these things to reassure myself that leaving is a big you know it's a overreaction Mm -hmm. but after i left i was like no that's what needed to happen that's what i had to do for my brain, you know? Yeah, yeah. For me to be happy. Could you have said that five years ago? No. <laughs> no I couldn't have, could have said that five weeks ago. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't say that five
0: weeks ago. I'm just, it's so, I'm just like, yeah, well, I'm just saying, I like the, the, the time frame of all this stuff is so new to me too. Cause it's like, I graduated college and I stepped out into the scene of the workforce and taking, actually taking care of myself and being 100% dependent. Yeah. Um, and like you know just trying to figure things out and it's hard to figure out what's right and wrong and like you know that's i think you justify the most things in your life when you're this age because you just don't really understand like when cuz the, like, the world is scary you don't know cuz the world is scary you just have don't have a better know. opportunity like, if you have a shitty manager there's like people out there that are going to be like, yeah, every manager is kind of shitty, right? Like, and then it's like, yeah. okay, like, it I'm just a...
1: everyone, everyone makes everything else seem just as bad. So yeah. why leave? You know, like, exactly. Why... <laughs> it's
0: like, why leave? And then that, as like a, you know, that trains you to kind of, like you were saying, like now you're training yourself to be a coward in situations instead yeah. of taking ownership. 100%. And it's like, so now you do it once and you do it twice and you maybe even do it three times in certain situations like that. If you just stay at that job, and then before. you're going to be taken advantage of and people are going to. Run your run walk your right through the you. dirt and walk all yeah. over you because you're not yeah. going to fight you're not going to give back and and I, that's a, that's the a thing too is like that takes confidence that takes like a thing a, a willingness to like want to argue yeah. and that's where the spark needs to come from because I was raised as a person to. Like in in my circumstance and the way I always like like grew up and handled things was being a pacifist. Like I saw violence and I saw like really irrational reactions from people that were Mm -hmm. unwarranted and unnecessary. And I don't I didn't like that, so I I took a choice to be actively a pacifist. But I will say, in a lot of circumstances, looking back on it, I'm I'm with you. Like being a coward is like I've since I've trained myself to act like this way in certain situations now it's like to do the right thing. It's like, okay, well I'm going to falsely choose peace and not deal with it. And it's like, Oh man. Um, yeah. And like, it's, we're going back to that, you know, what we were talking about just a little bit earlier, but it's like more of the training thing where like, you don't realize now you're being like, because now you're like, you've said coward, you've misinterpreted being a pacifist with a coward so long that it's like, okay, now you're just a fucking coward. You're not a pacifist. Like
1: that's, that's a great point. (laughs) That's a great point. I'm glad you said that because I had this example like, or this hypothetical that I didn't really know how to say, but now I do. It's like if if you have someone who is beating, you have a bully, okay? And he's beating mm-hmm. up your brother, right? And you're sitting there and you say to yourself, no, I'm a peaceful person. I am a pacifist. I refuse to be in any altercation. Are you just going to let that bully beat the crap out of your brother? Who will not stop unless you intervene. Mm-hmm. We get so stubborn and so set in our ways of, of, of... We trick ourselves so much that we eventually believe it, you know? Yeah, for sure. We tell ourselves these things so much that I'm not being a coward. I'm just... I'm, I'm sticking to my guns of not... Of staying away from my guns, you know what I mean? <laughs> like... like <laughs> They stay in the holsters, baby. <laughs> they stay in the holsters. <laughs> Will not bring him out. Are you just going to let someone suffer? Are you letting someone who is close to you suffer? And it's like, hey, like, this is for real, this bully's just like, I'm not going to let up unless you punch me in the face. Yeah, it's like, unless no, there's other consequences. I hate this. I don't want to do this. There's someone hurting because of your cowardice. And this is an extreme example. This yeah, I, no not all the time, yeah. But... It's one of those examples where it's just like, it's so blatant that you're just scared to get involved. Like I'm sure, I'm sure you don't want your little brother to be beaten the shit out of. Maybe you do. Some little brothers are <laughs> are annoying. I get it. I'll own but, up to it. <laughs> as someone who beat up their little brothers, now <laughs> like, <laughs> like no bully, you can't beat him up, bully. I do that. <laughs> But it's like, you're so terrified to take action and something that you know is right that you, you give yourself this glorious title of a peaceful person to justify it to yourself. And I know I keep saying that. I know I'm, I'm pretty much beating a dead horse here with that yeah, point. No, I'm... But the more I think about it, the more that one just revolves around. Like That is the quintessential point to me for this topic. It's tricking yourself into Mm -hmm. believing you're not like you're so much of a coward (laughs) that you're scared of calling yourself that you're scared of taking yourself as what you are Mm -hmm. and so you say you're something else it's like it's (laughs) kind of unrelated kind of unrelated but you ever see those like fake job applications where or fake job resumes
0: oh yeah okay yeah i've seen those (laughs) where it's like
1: Yes, I ran monetary transactions for a multi-billion-dollar conglomerate. No, yep. I was a cashier at a McDonald's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 like I'm, tr-
1: <laughs> yes, I'm giving myself these like <laughs> these high and mighty ways to describe myself and my actions <laughs> <laughs> to make myself more important and more righteous than I really am. Oh man! And to hide is... the fact that I'm. <laughs>
0: Yeah, a little bit. That is you so know? funny because I I wrote I wrote this thing down that totally relates. It's like um, because it, I don't I don't know like when I think about like yeah you're like oh I'm a peaceful person that's a righteous thing in most people's eyes is to be peaceful yeah. and when <laughs> you're like you kind of upplay that a little bit to create this status for yourself instead yeah. of really like calling yourself a coward. But I I don't even think people understand like the when you're when you make a coward uh cowardly action or like you act cowardly towards a situation that you're aware of what those because I mean if you're training yourself to create false peace then that's what you're doing in that scenario mm-hmm. but some people just like don't even think about peace in general when they're going like what is going to make this situation go away they're just in it right they're just acting yeah. on impulses and and I, and I'm, everyone's guilty of this. This is like, you know, it's not yeah. just like a, a hyper-focused example, but you know, but, uh, like, I, and, and it, it relates to the way I was, um, my manner is the way I grew up is that a lot of the problems that I saw that were overreactions in my case, uh, that I witnessed, I was like, okay, yeah. I'm actively past what I thought as peaceful and really, now looking back on it those violent situations and whether they were verbal physical in, in any in any form or fashion actually like helped in their benefit to probably fought, like find more peace in that situation you know what i mean like like the re- overreaction actually like it heightened emotions for a minute, but when it drew down, it was like it probably like uh, cleared a lot of the air of like yeah. a lot of stuff. You know, it's like yeah. oh well, that, that you probably overreacted, but you cleared the air. Like you know, like all right, let's yeah. a lot. Is I always relate it to if you fight with your best friend. Have you ever like, I've had I went on a, like a three month strike with my best friend from home when we were little because we got in a fight and it was just like. We, I overreacted in this scenario, you know, he didn't know what was going on, things like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, nope, I'm not going to deal with this. Like, I'm going to be no, numb to this. And uh, I but like, we finally had a discussion. And, you know, I, I it could have happened a lot sooner. But I always think about with your best friend, it's like you fight, but you're always it's why you're bit your best friends, you're going to come back. And it's like, yeah, I'm glad we had this fight. Um, and that's where the, you know, you take an ownership, all right, we can talk about it. Like, <laughs> like it took a while, but <laughs> I was like, a, oh man. But anyway, in this case, so I saw a lot of this stuff and I witnessed it. So in a lot of my eyes, when those problems, those same problems, like in, I don't want to pick on my family in any situation, but like if my family was arguing about something that I mm-hmm. deem and they, had- acted irrational about it and they blew up and overreacted in my case in like my perception if when that same problem was in a like translated over into my everyday life with friends and other people that weren't in my family yeah. I immediately deemed those situations as overre Like, though, okay, that's a – people are going to overreact in this scenario. People are going to go – like, I already had predetermined assumptions on what – like, how people react in this conversation. So my piece is, like, not dealing with it. It doesn't matter. Like, to me, it didn't matter. Yeah. It really didn't yeah. because my family arguing about something was, like, really, in, like, personal to them. And, like, to me, I had no – affiliation to it so when other people felt it i was like i could, took that same approach and was like no i'm not affiliated with it i don't care it doesn't matter to me but what i think i was really doing was i did care to an extent it's just my perception of how that uh interaction actually affects me personally because it affects everyone differently right. and so i think what i was doing um and this is like the the encompassing thing was um i grew up thinking that things didn't matter And really I was just like saying that to downplay my own emotions and feelings towards it because I didn't want to handle things in a certain way that I was like, that I saw other people handling it. And I thought that was like, I was ignorant to the, Oh, you can have a meaningful discussion about this. I was like, no, no, it's going to end in like us arguing and yelling and, and, you know, we're going to fight and like, that's not, so I acted, what I was doing is like, subconsciously thinking that things didn't matter because someone else overreacted and Uh putting that stigma on every other situation. And that is a justification in my own cowardness to be like, oh, man, I just justified why I didn't intervene in this scenario. or I just justified why, you know, then you do the, if you played the what if game, which is one of my favorite things to do when I'm alone Be like, okay. What if I did stand up for myself in that situation, and I even got angry? Like, in the and I'm gonna do one more reference to that Duncan Trussell because I really want people to go listen to it because it's so cool. It's so good. Um, But he, uh, oh, I I wrote it down. Sorry, I'm gonna, um, um, um. Oh, fuck. I've lost my train of thought. Um, <laughs> Damn. Will Martin get his train w- of thought back? It was, yeah. <laughs> yes, definitely. So Yay! you're on the right okay. track, bud. All right. Duncan, yeah, it was something you said in that depression a uh, little bit. Um, oh, man. Oh, I'm drawing a fucking blank. It's all good. I, uh, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh it's
1: all good, buddy I'm I even probably.
0: forgot like you know when you forget like you were on a rant and you kind of are just letting feelings spill out, you don't really yeah. like, process what you're saying. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah. so I, I, don't, I don't really remember what I just said, so I can't continue it because I'm trying to remember what the thing was actually about, Jesus Christ this <laughs> is this is why <laughs> mental health is so important, and then because you, you just you're, you're going to make revelations and then you're not going to be able to say them. Yeah, (laughs) you're gonna be like, "Oh fuck!" And then you're left in a blank, and then it'll come back when you're not around, like not thinking about it anymore. And you're like, "Oh, that's why." Gosh, I'm sorry.
1: Oh, I thought you had it for a second. (laughs) No, no, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh my gosh, it was. Let's see, let's see, let's see.
0: (laughs) Oh, I'm just trying (laughs) to.
1: What did you say now? I can't even remember,
0: bro. (laughs) Yeah, it was like, okay, it was like something on the lines of Duncan Trussell. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, I was just thinking, like, me acting cowardly, training myself, uh, you're, oh, okay. Okay this is it. I actually really, it really did come back to me. Thank you guys for staying tuned. Holy shit. He said in this thing, you got to pitch yourself the idea of war and it is your choice to like pick up the sword and fight or just be taken over by this like terrible emotion. And He was relating it to depression, but I was thinking in these scenarios where I was (laughs) so long telling things that don't matter. I was trying to put my own uh, implications and social uh, stigmas on situations and how they're going to react. But when it really wasn't that way and I never pitched the idea, like the actually like pitch to yourself, Hey man, like what if you did this? Like really like tell yourself, like man, what if you really fought for this right now? What would actually happen? Like if you voiced yourself, like go like really take action on when you put yourself, like really pitch the idea of war. That's like, I don't even know how to say it. Like tell yourself like, Hey man, like give yourself good like good advice and like good to things that will Yeah, sell yourself on being happy. Sometimes, yeah, sell yeah. yourself on like getting angry because like righteous anger is an awesome thing to feel. Um, and like get passionate about something and like really vocalize that because I don't yeah. I don't know that's where like pitch your ideal yourself to go to war. That doesn't mean if you're a pa- if you're a pacifist, what that means is that you're not going to let those emotions while you're in war take over and take, like, violent roots, like pettiness and, yeah. uh like, backstabbing and things like that. I think that's what being peaceful in a violent situation... Like, people are going to be fighting. People are going to be swinging, and it's like, okay, I know I can hit you, but I'm just going to dodge, you know? Or, like, I yeah. know I can, like, get in... A, I can really, like, under... Like, demean you in some way, in some fashion that makes me feel better, but I'm not going to do that. That's where, yeah. like, being... That's where not being a coward is. Like, almost like own up to the situation don't like implement all these other feelings involved to make that situation feel more peaceful cuz like you're on the spotlight at that moment no one wants to be like right. in that situation right yeah, so exactly. it's like you're you know you you hurt someone else just to like make yourself self preserved or something like that and it's like mm-hmm. no that's where that's where like you're not being peaceful that's where the violence is coming from just because you're yelling and just because we're arguing just because you're standing up for yourself just because you're we're in this emotion of uh what i would say is sometimes over dramatic is not it's just mm-hmm. like uh i'm not used to being in scenarios like this and i'm gonna pitch myself to like all right like actually you've never been in a scenario like this like pitch your idea like okay raise your voice like maybe you're, you get to like really vocalize yourself you get to really like tell people how you really feel like maybe like don't hold back in the scenario all those things sound really good to me so like right. i that makes me want to jump on the train to be like all right i'm not gonna act coward in this situation it's like yeah ah oh shit um and when he said that like you gotta and he was really relating it to depression in the sense of when you're you know oh i'm gonna stay in bed for two more hours uh and i'll do it tomorrow and like how many
1: tomorrows are gonna exactly and it's like oh my
0: god you're so fucking right like uh and I, i just like i don't know you gotta like pitch yourself and then you gotta take that action on doing it which is a lot easier said than done in every case but it's (laughs) uh and we were talking about yeah it's just like even being scared to deal with stuff is like uh as a huge problem of like cowardness i I, that is like little legit what it's like you're just not wanting to deal with them you're wanting to be emotionally numb to most things which is right i'm very i'm in a position where i'm more emotionally numb than i do let myself feel things i think like i think so what do you mean like uh, like my mindset right now, especially, uh, like moving to Philly, just kind of like restarting my life in this new chapter of uh, of things to do. Um, I be, I'm like a little bit cynical to love, and I'm a little bit like if things aren't going my way, I'm just like let it go and it's fine. I'm more of in like a lazier fair estate, which is kind of numbing. It it it's like it's not numbing in the sense of I feel stagnant. I don't feel emotionally uninvolved I don't feel mm-hmm. like I'm not a part of things and like I'm an entity that's not relating to anything and not connecting I, I don't feel those like I'm connected to the world and I feel like I can I do feel things and I allow myself to feel things but it's there's a cap like there's there's yeah. like you know there's a limit on those things and not, there's like okay if I'm really gonna let myself feel that like sometimes you just like the cowardness is just being like ah okay you got to a limit where you feel healthy about it but is that limit too small for this emotion or this experience and this stuff so it's like i'm putting a numbness to where some like you, your emotions like sometimes you really need a mental breakdown to make things clear and like sometimes you really need yeah. to like run through yourself through the ringer in an emotional spell of whatever kind of... Whatever case that is, and yeah. But I, my, what I'm doing is like creating numbness and creating a emotional cap on how much I feel things and how much I don't let myself feel things. And it's good, and it's good in theory. It's good in practice to so you you practice rationality and you practice humbleness. You practice. Um, like, being calm, collected, and, like, just in yeah. every scenario, but it's when you do it to the extent that I'm probably doing it. This is all, like, hypothetical, and I, I don't really know if I'm doing it like this yet, but uh, it's just, it feels like, okay, if I'm actually sad about, like, let's say, like, if since I'm cynical to love right now, if I actually, if I have a bad date and it goes very sour... Like, I usually, I'm going to shrug it off and be like, oh, it was just a bad day. Ha, <laughs> that was funny. Blah, 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 yeah. blah. When I really kind of, like, upset about it. When I was like, man, I was really looking forward to that. Or, like, I was really, like, I was yeah. really vibing with this person and then we just didn't mesh. And, like, yeah, I don't I don't want to overreact and, like, think that I'm never going to find love again. Like, I'm not that irrational. But, like, you yeah. know, sometimes you should have, like, why did that go bad? Like, I feel upset that that went that way and, like, blah, blah, blah. But then I, there's a cap So. I just stopped thinking about it. I'm like, eh, I reached a limit to where I think I should care about this, and then now I don't. And it's like, ah, uh, maybe, like, open that, those floodgates a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, that's you know? what I was like, going
1: to say. That's what I was going to say. Do you have anything that you do as a release valve? You know, I'm, if there's a cap on everything, it's going to get full eventually, and then it's just going to explode. hmm Do you have ways that you release these, these feelings? Like, what do you do? It's a
0: good question. Like, is it
1: is it is it trans like, is it transferred into like your music, or is it transferred into just?
0: No, I don't channel it that way. I think I channel it with, and, and like starting this podcast has given me an avenue to not to, to kind of, a like a little bit to deviate conversations but or not deviate conversations but like what I do is I I practice helping others more and like what I do is like there's a cap on mine so the way I want to handle my situation is like I let myself personally feel it I reach a cap and then helping others somebody other than me in their own case in their own scenario opens doors for me too because it lets me know how other people think and how they're dealing with problems which is great but also i'm just like putting a band-aid on mine own things to help somebody else and i and that which like i don't you know i don't know if it's a good or bad thing to like have that because it's a good thing that you're helping people but it's bad that you're putting a band-aid on it
1: so it's like where's the balance in this that's what we that's what we talked about an hour ago dude was just Having the ability to air it out, like these are things that you do need to, confront. yeah. And I,
0: I guess, yeah. And like, we're literally talking about that's an act of cowardice, maybe. It's just like, okay, I'm gonna, instead of dealing with this head on, I'm gonna go help somebody else to make this, yeah. Like, I'm gonna, oh, I'm peaceful about it now because I reached that cap. And that's not, that's not peace. That's <laughs> holy shit. No. I'm sorry. We just, <laughs> no, man, no, this man, is, this is good. This is what we want. That is, yeah, that's it. That's, I mean, that and and it's funny cuz like my roommate the other day we were talking about dating specifically because we're both in this boat of just what is going on like yeah. what is love what does it mean what like who are we who do we actually want to meet who do we want to be with things like this does that even really matter like questions that really dive deep into that certain circumstance and he did he was he was really adamant about being like hey this is we are talking about the real honest raw feelings you know in a, like the negative side of things but we have mm-hmm. to always remember like those are things we tell ourselves those are things that we are like always like we're because they feel right and we say them or they feel right when we say them we we're going to believe those things. And yeah. then you're, but really that's, he just like always was like, dude, your perception your reality is so individualistic. That is not how everything, that is not how anything works. And we have to, these justifications We're we like, I know we feel these and these are great, but there is like what we feel against all these is like, like we just are, he, I don't know, really adamant about like, like, owning up to, like, you are being cynical right now. Like, we are yeah. both in a position of, like, okay, let's be aware that we are angry or we are feeling some kind of, like, negativity towards this. Like, let's always be mindful about that, right. you know? And I I think that's where I was going. Like, he was, he's like, hey, we can have this conversation, but, like, let's recognize that it is a negative kind of conversation. Like, let's recognize that and be mindful that we are – just expressing the negative sides of things because there are so many good things about this that we haven't right. ex- yet experienced, and you have to, like, even though we're being so cynical, allow yourself to feel those, and it it doesn't come off in, like, certain, you know, that form or fashion in conversation, but that's, that's what I really got from it, and I was, I don't know. It, it was, it's really eye-opening to, when you're, when I feel like I'm so mindful of certain things, and then I get in a scenario, and someone's like, "Hey, be mindful that we're negative right now." It's like, "Oh shit, you're right." Like I, I'm really good at kind of channeling that, but now I'm not in a position where I kind of lost track. And thank you for yeah. helping me helping me be mindful of that. And like, and that, yeah, I don't know. Maybe having conversations slowly is like my way of releasing, and like dealing with things. Like, because like you know, whenever I talk to someone, I it's not like sometimes it's just listening. Sometimes it's just yeah. being a good friend and holding hands and just like letting someone vent but sometimes like more more than times than not it's open ended conversation where like someone feels something and i also have that feeling but in a different circumstance and we both continue like talk about it and grow through that and not mm-hmm. like all right we're going to sit down and we're going to learn from this like we don't actively think those things but yeah you know i think i do when <laughs> i think because that's the way I, I like now think about things but <laughs> I, I it's just yeah i don't know like and cowardness can come in so many forms of fashion and I guess that's a. I didn't even think about because when we were talking about peace and and being a coward, that scenario didn't come to mind as like, oh, that's a way I deem this uh, not false peace, or that's a way I deem of being, you know, sh- letting things go because I'm a pacifist. It's like no, mm-hmm. it's okay. So uh, yeah, it's like even this has. <laughs> thank you for just letting me spill that out, like. Let's go. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. I've, I've said a lot in my silence. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's it's just, it's crazy. I don't know. It's like a, a like making revelations, like I said. It's like, I don't even know if I've made a revelation yet. It's just really nice to have... The
1: opportunity, for one. The
0: opportunity to even practice. Like, okay, well, maybe yeah. that's the true. Because, you know, how, if we didn't have this talk today, I probably would have never thought about... You're not wrong. You know, until... Like, that's You're why I came wrong. at the end of this conversation, is because we were... I, we just like talked about it the way we actually thought about it third third party objectively, and then now yeah. it's like, oh well, I connected some dots, and I was like, oh, I kind of do that. Like, I yeah. <laughs> think that's where these good conversations start. Is just like, hey, I feel this way, but let let's think of ob- let's think about it objectively, and then yeah. you get to a point where it is it turns into subjective because it's like relating to your own personal experience. Like, oh, we get there eventually. We get there we eventually. <laughs> But this is what we need. You know,
1: this is how I feel that a lot of people, these conversations that they have, I'm not saying we're the best people at having conversations. No, no. No, love you, but no, you suck. No, no, that's fine. (laughs) But, you know, some people would have ended this conversation 30 minutes ago or 45 minutes ago. They would have been like, okay, we both said two ideas. We really hashed this out. And then that would be the end of it. They move on to a different topic. There's a whole iceberg under here. You know what I mean?
0: Cool. Yes.
1: And it's like... I know... And this is is something that we've talked about before as well. Is that we don't want to end... You know, when we end an episode, we don't want to be... We don't want that to be the last time we talk about something. No. Because we're going to talk about depression again. We're going to talk about rejection again. It's just being able to set these stages for us to go back and listen to our own takes and really see how we have that established already. We have these mm-hmm. these third, you know, these objective ideas already established. And now we can really get into the nitty-gritty of it and see how it affects us personally.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's weird. It's taken... Like I, 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 we always say we're ever evolving and growing, and it's just weird because yeah. even being as mindful as I became whenever we started this thing, it's it's still it's taken us. We're about I don't know. We're almost we're getting to like not a close to a year, but like almost like we're you know it's coming faster and faster every day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's like it's a wild because like I don't know. We've ta we have had all these third party objective ideas. And then sometimes, like, I'll be like, oh, I said that in episode two or something. Like, it'll channel mm-hmm. in my memory and be like, okay, well, I, I remember talking about it and the way I feel. And then it's almost like this is a personal diary entry because, yeah, honestly, if I, it's like going to be funny in the future to be like, okay, I said that about what I actually felt about it the first time. And then the second time, whenever I mentioned it, did you really practice what you were preaching or are you just mm-hmm. like saying ideas and then like acting on the way you actually feel about it. You know what I mean? And it's like, I think that's where a lot of people and myself included, I'm sure I'm not owned up to every mistake I've made um, and things like that. You know, but like looking back, I hope I do. And I hope mainly because um, the people listening are hopefully are involved enough to call us out or recognize and hold us accountable for not owning up to stuff we said in the in previous episodes cuz that right. would that would really hit home because I have a lot of f- thoughts and feelings about certain subjects and then we leave and we have that conversation which is great. It's not that I forget about it, but then when the next time we have that conversation things are inevitably going to change and views are going to change. Yeah. Um and I want those I'm not going to remember everything that we've changed from and it's going to be a nice. It's always nice to hear, "Oh man, you've grown from that." Or, "Hey man, you're going in reverse from when you" Yeah we're dealing with this like we need to check
1: yourself out yeah
0: yeah so and it's it's i don't know this it's this whole wave of like catching yourself like i was objectively talking about being a coward and then catching myself being like oh i fucking do that oh fuck i do that oh shit oh shit like these moments these light switch moments don't happen very often but it's having those conversations initially like really like oh okay well uh you know, let me I know we just talked about it, like let me go for a week and think about it a little
1: bit, like <laughs> it sets the stage, man. It sets the stage for us to really actively look at ourselves because we, we don't we don't say these things out loud when we're by ourselves really. No. And we don't get to actually digest what what we're saying ourselves. You know what I mean? hmm It's hard to tell yourself something and really chew on it for a while. Like I focus so much more on what you have to say because that makes me understand what's happening more because I'm like, okay, yeah, this is different than how I would have said it, but it's easier for me to understand that way Mm -hmm. because I get so lost in my own foggy head that I can't really establish what I think about it. For sure. And having you there to help me, you know, fan everything out, it, I've had really good conversations just with myself because after an episode, mm-hmm. and it's really helped. And oh. so I'm very thankful for you, bud.
0: Oh, same, same. There's <laughs> there's moments where it seems uh, like I almost I don't I don't really understand the definition to the fullest, but it almost feels like imposter impulse or like or imposter syndrome or something where you are you're totally qualified, you're totally like able to think about these things but you trick yourself into not like you're mm-hmm. like oh I'm not yeah. a professional and like things like you know in this, con- yeah. in, the, in, the, in this context it's so funny to like have these ideas and want to talk about them and then not put yourself into that situation but I'm the only one who is the reason I have these thoughts and feelings is because of who I am and like yeah. the way I think and it's <laughs> I don't it's yeah it's a, <laughs> a good way to kind of loop yourself back <laughs> yeah for real
1: for real <laughs> but hey man i think this is a i think this is a solid little spot
0: oh yes anything, yeah, anything I, else I, you got no i think this is yeah that was that was this has been great i love everybody hope you guys had a good time hell yeah
1: hell yeah uh yeah thank you guys so much for joining into another episode um Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> this is so. It sounds like we're so kind of in our own feelings right now that we're just kind of yeah. Instagram, follow yeah, us
0: there. like I can't even you really know. think about like. No, I can't
1: even <laughs> really think about it. But <laughs> almost cool pod at creation underscore of Martin at our creation of underscore creation underscore of Martin. That's it. Yeah, I got it. Got, it. got it. We got it. We got it. And Jordan Hooter underscore. Um, yeah, email us if you have something to say, if you want to join into this this part of the conversation. I really want I wish we had like a live chat or something. I would That'd love that. Fun. That'd be fun. Dude, should we set up a Discord maybe and have like
0: Ooh. I would love. I would love cuz like
1: Big I've had, we've
0: had people write in, we've had people text me and like things like that where they want to elaborate some conversations and they go in deep and like it would be really fun to have that would be fun. A Discussion with multiple people and it being so open ended. Heck yeah!
1: So stay tuned for that. We'll we'll work that out. That'll be fun. Um, yeah, you can email us at almostcoolpod at gmail dot com if you have any ideas. Um, if you just want to get any advice, we'll help as much as we can. You know, as far as untrained professionals. <laughs> Untrained unprofessionals go. <laughs> untrained unprofessional.
0: <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> that's the that's the beauty part about this is because you don't a lot of people it's like to have these conversations, it feels nice to have someone that's educated and someone who's actually aware and like you know, knows psychology like psych- psychologically what's going wrong, but everyday like how many therapists are there to people in this world? You know. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, yeah. like we have to normalize these kind of conversations, yeah, like between people who don't think about it like this, because it's like you're not going to be a whiz kid on it, you know. <laughs> you have to, you have to really think about it and like do it, and that's I think that's what we're priding ourselves on. That's why yeah. we love saying so. unprofessional, like <laughs> yeah, un- unqualified, totally unprofessional. <laughs> like it's because it's like we're, and <laughs> when I say normies, I just mean like we're not. We're just two people in our in our daily life, living daily life, and we're, like, going through with no connotation of, of, like, mental health outside of this and the way of, like, we're, you know, we didn't go to school for psychology, things like that. We're just, like, two people who really want to just explore this Just trying to figure ourselves our out. Yeah, yeah, and it's, and I, and I get it. Like, we, a lot of people aren't to the extreme of that as we are, but it's got to, you know, it started off as small for me. Like, little things happened, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, I'm going to think about that for a little while. And then I became obsessed with it, so that's where. <laughs> but, but please write in, and if you have any to... questions, <laughs> thoughts, comments, or suggestions, please email us at almostcoolpod. We love these conversations. Um, please rate us on Apple Podcasts. I know that sounds yes. really beggy, and it probably is, but um, it has done wonders for us. It has it's it's put us on the map. Yeah. It's like it's it's we're creating this whole environment of people being able to like willingly and wanting to like put themselves out there just like us, and uh, it's creating a lot of good. Um, feedback and a lot of good uh, a lot of good conversations for us so we won't keep this going but we love you we'll oh, be yeah. back next week um, and we'll yeah we'll see you later <laughs> awesome thank you all